0: Good morning, everyone. It is Erin Albert and it is Tuesday, August 6th. Hope you're all doing well. And yes, I'm back because I wanted to buzz back to an article I read this weekend in one of the bajillion uh, email inbox newsletters that I got. I, I apologize, I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was. But the article was published in The Hill and it's called, Without a Digitally Savvy Board, Your Company is Falling Behind. And what I really loved about it was that it talked about percentages of digital engagement by board members in really dollars and cents, and how it's helping corporations, nonprofits, et cetera, um, with engagement. By having digitally savvy board members. So it made me kind of pause and think about back to my days of yore on serving on other nonprofit and for profit boards myself and thinking about what those best hits looked like across all of those experiences. So I tossed together an article, it's over at LinkedIn to if you prefer to read the post. Um, I'm trying to do a summary of both forms because I know there's a lot of you out there driving to work and you like to hear it rather than read it. So uh, the title of the LinkedIn post is called Getting On Board with a Wider Range of Work. And in it, I kind of outline seven different principles that I've seen across the best boards. So for a quick rundown, number one is on fundraising and investment, and I mean time, talent, and treasure there. It's a three-legged stool. Um, when you're signing up to be part of a, a nonprofit board, if you're lucky enough to be asked to be to join a for-profit board and they have remuneration, that's great. But you're still going to need to bring to the table your talent and time for that. So, uh, what uh, the organization, if you're being recruited to serve on a board, should tell you is what their expectations are for all three of those domains before you even say yes or no. Um, It's really important. I know for a fact there are some board opportunities out there where you have to pony up X amount of dollars before they'll even consider your candidacy. And it just is what it is. But I appreciate when boards are clear about what it is that their expectations are. So again, time, talent, and treasure fundraising. Number two, great boards also have their requirements for board directors outlined against their mission, vision, values, and goals. All four of those Um, goals might change a little bit over the calendar year, the fiscal year for an organization, mission, vision, and values change less. So if Why I was approached today for another opportunity to serve on a board, the first question I would ask actually is about what is your mission, vision, values, and goals, and how do those goals tie into what the expectations are for a board director? So those are really four kind of sentinel things that you really need to know out of the gate. And if the organization is not clear on them, it's an opportunity for you to brush up on your strategic planning skills and offer that as a service to that organization. But if they don't have it and strategy isn't really your jam, think twice about joining that organization. Number three. All great board directors are invested heavily in events for that organization be it um, get to know the organization uh, events educational events meetups that that kind of thing and the best example I can tell you there is we had a smaller board in the past where every board member was in charge of one of the events over the course of the year just to get to know the organization itself so the board member was kind of moderator or chair of that particular live event and he or she would go out and recruit uh, people to join the event. Uh, they you know, found speakers for the events if they weren't speaking themselves. They took ownership of it. And I love that every board member had a piece of the event pie um, for the year. Number four is. From the article social and traditional media now I, I say both because let's not forget things like earned media so for example if you're part of a national board and you live in a region of that uh, organization as well are there opportunities to get the message of that organization in your regional or state levels as well um, both social and traditional media I think are key for great board members to be thinking about and you know the digital realms there's so many options out there um, but traditional media we also have to keep our eye on as well so television radio podcasting although there's an argument that it could be digital there um, I just think the bottom line is that a great board director is always aware of opportunities for integrating into both social and traditional media venues Number five is succession planning. So the best boards I've seen actually work this not only at the director, individual director level, but the best boards work kind of at the local level, the state or local chapter first, they kind of identify the talent there and then they literally put them through a succession funnel. So they go from state or local to regional, to national, and then to global. the The organization I'm thinking about actually had those levels. So I think it's really important for great board directors to think about, you know, the, begin with the end in mind, literally think about who is going to be your replacement and, you know, can you groom him or her to, you know, step up because, um, the organization is going to live on hopefully after your, um, volunteerism. So it's really important to bring along the next generation. Number six is networking. And this actually works both ways. A lot of these skills work both ways for the board director in that a lot of boards, for example, will um, ask, um, branch heads of banks to be part of their nonprofit boards for two reasons number one because they have access to capital or know where to get it but then two they also have huge rolodexes and if you don't know what a rolodex is now i feel old but a rolodex is basically a card catalog that you could keep business cards in of the past now we do that in our phones but the point here is that you want digitally savvy Uh, succession plan focused goals tactically focused board directors but you also want them to bring a huge network to the table and huge could either be deep or it could be wide and diverse or both so having that networking skill I think is important and it's also going to help if you serve as board director to build your own diversity in your own network over the course of the year. Of course, you're going to go out, especially for a nonprofit you're passionate about and share about what that organization does and why you're involved in it. But then you're also building your own personal network. So I think that's a win-win. And then the last key point I think to be a great board director is to benchmark and document your progress. Now this should be happening at the board level under fiduciary duties. And I do, in the LinkedIn article, have a legal definition of what those fiduciary duties are. Um, And they are legal duties that board directors are required to adhere to um, for their positions. But beyond that, great board directors will document and benchmark their own progress. I think some of the best boards have also done a good job in... Back to the example of events, they've given me literally a unique URL to register for events so they could track at the board member level who was referring people to the event. To get it down to the individual level. So I love that. Uh, I think a little competition is nothing but healthy, especially for those of us in pharmacy and healthcare. Let's, let's be honest, we're a little type A and we love a good game on. So I think it's kind of cool to benchmark and document what you're doing. And, you know, of course, beyond the, the traditional fiduciary duties, I think at the individual level too, it's great to have a tracker. And list and outline what it is that you're giving to that organization in terms of your time, talent and treasure and time. You know, I think lawyers bill now down to every five or seven minutes. I think it's really important for all of us to think about when we're giving away a lot of our time and talent that starts adding up and again being a great board director takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of talent and it takes some treasure too so and time is money let's be honest so those are the seven things that i think make up a great board director they benefit you as the individual but they also obviously benefit the organization and If you have other thoughts on what a great board director should look like and or what their skill set should be, please feel free to lay it down over at LinkedIn. I am by no means an expert in this arena, but I've certainly got my fair share of uh, experience in this domain, and I'm personally always intrigued by uh, how boards can be more effective uh, for an organization, but as well for the skill sets and building the skill sets of the individual director. So I hope that helps. I'll be back later on this week. Have a good one.